And our scripture lesson this morning is from the fourth chapter of the gospel, according to St. Luke. It takes place right after Jesus begins his ministry and is baptized by John the Baptist. And Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit for 40 days in the wilderness, and he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing in those days, and when they were ended, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. And then the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to Jesus, To you I will give all this authority and their glory, for it has been delivered to me, and I give it to whom I will. If you then will worship me, it shall be yours. And Jesus answered him, It is written, You shall worship the God with all your heart, and only him shall you serve. <clears throat> and then the devil took Jesus to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of the temple. And the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will give his angels charge of you to guard you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, It is said, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. And when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Well, dear friends in Christ, grace and peace be unto you from God our Father, from our Lord and from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. These are the temptations of Jesus, but when you think about it, these are the same temptations that each of us faces in life. You know, we like to think of the devil as some person with a spiked tail and horns. I have never seen that creation in my own life, but all the temptations that Jesus faced are temptations that come to me over and over and over again. The first is the temptation to be free from want. You know, Jesus is hungry and the devil says, look, you can change any of these stones to bread because if you're the son of God, you can do that. And when I'm tempted, it's usually because I'm afraid that I'm not going to have enough. You know, I'm approaching 80 years old. I have retirement savings and I have a job. You'd think I would be secure, but I keep looking at those numbers on pieces of paper saying, will I be able to live if I get old? Well, you know what? I'm already old. But there's never, I think, a time for any of us when we say, I have enough. I can just relax. And for the most part, most of us, at least those of us who've reached retirement age and have pensions or Social Security, we aren't going to starve and we aren't going to be thrown out in the cold, but those fears of not having enough stay with us. And because of them, we keep pushing away our opportunities to be good, saying, well, I'd like to help you, but I can't. And if we do give, we sort of give as little as we can, and we tend to give a little bit grudgingly because I need it for me. I'm afraid I won't be able to eat. That's one temptation. The second temptation is the temptation for power and for glory. Satan takes Jesus to the top of a pinnacle, a top of a mountain, and he says, look, I have authority over all the earth. Pretty hard to argue that when you see how nations of the world keep fighting wars and dis disregarding their poor and how even in Washington or Madison where a where we live here in Wisconsin, it's you can see the politicians just fighting and nobody remembers those 
who really need help because we want to gain power for ourselves. And even in my own life, I'm always desiring to have something a little better to get people to pay more attention to me. The desire for power, I think, is a human desire. And it came to Jesus as much as it came to us. The devil says, I can actually make you king of the world. You don't have to go on the Titanic. I can make you king of the world. I have the power to do that. Because I have the power over the world. And Jesus says, you may have power over the world, Satan. You don't have power over me because the person who has power over me is the Lord my God. It is written, you shall worship the Lord with your God, Lord your God, and only him shall you serve. Again, because we want safety and because we want plenty, and we want to make sure that we can't be hurt by anyone, we tend to turn our allegiance to human powers. We say either, you know, I'm going to follow President Trump or I'm going to follow President Biden. And we just sort of are willing to give our souls to politicians or to rich people or to employers, to people who really should have no power over our souls. And the final temptation to Jesus was about the same temptation, except the devil said to Jesus, okay, you don't want to be a political power? I will make you a spiritual power. You know that you have God in your sights. You know that you've been given this spiritual background, that you know you, you're the Messiah, So, but nobody else knows it. I can make sure that everyone bows down to you and worship of the one true God, which is you, Jesus. And Jesus says, no, I understand. But you, God, you don't, the scripture says you don't tempt the Lord your God. You don't tempt God by saying that I'm going to use the powers that God gives me. And I'm going to use them for my own glory. Because the only power that God gave Jesus, and honestly, the only power that God gives you or me, the only power we receive from God is the power to love and to share and to forgive. And the world will never become the kind of world we want it to be until we can learn to love and to share and to give and, for, and forgive. Well, those are the lessons I think that these temptations of Jesus, he showed us how to resist those temptations, to trust God's word, to remember God's word, and to shut down your own desires, at least for the moment, when they move you away from what you know is the path that God is sending you on. Well, that's my thoughts for this morning. I think that's the good news. Thanks be to God. Well, let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we do know that throughout the world, natural disasters and wars and rumors of wars are bringing all sorts of fear to all of us. We know that the COVID pandemic has never changed and or never ended, and we live in fear of that. We live in fear of so much, Lord. We ask you to Give us strength in our hearts to live through that fear and to remember your will. We thank you, Lord, for all the people who make this a safer world, for the medical personnel and our police officers and firefighters and all the utility workers and all those who risk their lives to help us. We thank you for our farmers and teachers and our merchants. We thank you for our president and for our governor and for all the men in the women of the armed forces. And we thank you for one another as we remember the words that you taught us. 
Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now may the Lord keep you and bless you and make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up the light of God's countenance upon you and give each of you God's peace. Thank you for watching us, everyone. We hope you have a very blessed week.